Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining the hot seat today, Polk County's bilingual podcast. Hoy estamos aquí con La Silla Caliente, el podcast bilingüe de Polk County. Vamos a ver lo que tenemos para ustedes hoy. I just wanted to say thank you. You're welcome. Thank, thank you, you for so having me. Oh, well, no, I'm honored. I really am. So for the, those of you that are watching and do not know, this is Nikki, Nikki the Realtor. And I'm going to give her a second to introduce herself and tell us a little bit about her. Yeah, so I am Nikki, um, also known as Nikki the Realtor on Instagram. Um, I have been living in Lakeland for 10 years, and I have been a realtor here for six. So local Lakelander, I think now that I've passed the 10-year mark. Yeah, yeah, um, qualifies. <laughs> yes, and just full lover of Lakeland, so. Awesome, awesome. So <laughs> prior to Lakeland, where did you yeah. come from? So I'm originally from New Jersey. Um, my whole family still lives there. I moved here in 2012 to go to Florida Southern. Okay. And Jer Jersey girl in the yes, house. Yes, Jersey girl. Oh, so when I said do a New Yorker move, you understood exactly what oh, I meant. Yes, yeah, so totally. <laughs> I could have done it, but I feel like sometimes people get scared of that down here. <laughs> so I try to hide it a little bit. I'm like, yeah, I'm a Jersey girl. <laughs> but um, when I went to Florida Southern, I just fell in love with like the Lake Hollingsworth area. And when I graduated, my mom was like, oh, so when are you moving home? And I was like, I'm not. <laughs> and I stayed. It's hard, huh? It was really difficult. It's hard because I don't have any family here. Um, and when I graduated, all my friends were moving back home. And I was like, I just knew I didn't want to. I don't want to go back to the cold. I honestly didn't want to get a job in New York City. Um, and we live in like a beach town in New Jersey. So there was not really any work there. Um, and I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I just knew I didn't want to leave. Yeah. So yeah. I stayed. I mean, it's it's hard because the weather here is beautiful. It's gorgeous. Like the people are kind. Yeah, that was the other thing. <laughs> I remember when I first moved here, and I walked into Publix, and somebody said hi to me in the aisle, and I was like, "Does this man think he knows me?" And then I was like, "Oh wait, he's just being nice." <laughs> so, so for those of you who are Southerners that are watching, you know, when you come from up north, everybody is so busy. It's mm -hmm. busy hustle bustle. Like everyone's just walking in their own zone. No one pays attention to anyone. They bump yeah. into you. They don't say, excuse me. Like here, people hold the door open for you. They say, good morning. They say, hi. Yes. They treat you like they know you. Yep. And so when you come from up north, it's, it's, um, it's a culture shock. Oh my gosh. Total culture shock. It I was, was so confused. <laughs> but I like came to love it. So yeah. Yeah. So it, it's, it's something you get used to when yeah. we, we moved down here. Oh goodness. Guys, I'm aging myself again. <laughs> I want to say maybe almost 30 years ago. Wow. Yeah, from New York. And then being, you know, this Puerto Rican girl from New York and in Sepulk County, mm -hmm. uh, it was hard. Yeah. It, it was really, really hard. I probably... So, I went to Winter Haven High School. Oh. And we had a hallway that we called the Puerto Rican hallway. And <laughs> my people know... If you were not Puerto Rican, you did not belong in that hallway. <laughs> but there was like the whole 10 of us. <laughs> like that was it. Barricades the hallway. <laughs> that was it. It was like 10 of us. So it was funny. It was funny. But now it's such a huge mix here. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. And how, how do you think that has benefited you as far as in real estate? Mm -hmm. Like how does that help? Well, honestly, it's, it's my favorite part about real estate is like being able to work with so many different individuals. I mean, um, I've worked with people that are 55 and up looking for a retirement home. I've looked for 
houses for a 21 year old that's buying their first house you know so i think that it's really cool that we live in this diverse culture and we're like this melting pot mm -hmm. so um it's just it's interesting and you know you don't click with everybody you're only going to click with certain people that is true but i have a full team of people behind me so it's like if i don't click with them somebody else will so um i think it's helped my business a lot it's helped it grow and it just it keeps every day interesting i will say that <laughs> yeah definitely definitely so today i wanted to kind of focus a little bit on what is an influencer and how they can actually help out small businesses so i wanted to know your take on it because yeah. everybody has like a different perspective of this yeah. right mm -hmm. so for you what do you think is an influencer and what's like their role okay so um i will say it's really funny because i never thought i was an influencer so i i've been on instagram forever like probably since it started and there was this like phase of my life where i was really into fitness and i was doing um like fitness shows and i was constantly posting about that and i actually had a, like a youtube channel and cool. I think, yeah, and I think that's where I started gaining a lot of my followers. Um, but at the time, I was just getting into real estate. And so my boss was like, you know, what kind of followers do you want to attract? Do you want to attract the people that are going to follow, you know, your fitness, sports bra type pants? Or do you want to put a professional perspective forward and get followers that truly appreciate, you know, the information that you're putting out about real estate? And so he totally had a point and I flipped it. And now my Instagram is all about real estate. Um, I'm constantly trying to just put out my knowledge. Um, and I have just accidentally gained this following, like without trying. And so... That's awesome though. <laughs> yeah. And, and I enjoy doing it. So it's not like it takes a whole lot of time out of my day. Um, but then probably about six or seven months ago, I got my first message from somebody that's local um, that was like, hey, you're a local influencer. Um, and we really want to partner you with this local gym. And I was like, I'm a what? <laughs> Shock. So, yeah. And she's like, well, you have like over 5,000 followers. So we consider that a micro influencer. Correct. And so that's when I started kind of doing my research on what influencing was. And like I said, I, it was like kind of an accident. I was naturally doing it. And so I was like, absolutely. I want to partner with local businesses. So that's kind of where it started. And then every time I would partner with somebody locally, somebody else would want to partner with me. Of course. So to answer your question, an influencer, I think, is somebody that can help market your business on a personal perspective. So I think that, you know, you can put advertising out, you can do Facebook ads, Instagram ads, whatever you want to do. But if you have somebody that comes in and whether they work out at your gym or they try your food at your restaurant, they're going to go back and they're going to talk to these followers that trust them in their opinion. And they're either going to tell this huge market of people how amazing your business is, or they're going to be honest and say, actually, we don't, I don't like this business and you shouldn't go there. And so it's kind of like talking to your friends in a sense, because like I said, you're getting that personal perspective. Correct. Um, and so your followers truly do um, value your opinion. Now, you, you just said something that's a little shocking to me that I never really thought about. Yeah. So when you don't like something, yeah. so let's say someone has asked you to come out and, hey, come yeah. test out my food and let people know how you love it. 
Yeah. And you absolutely, so have you had that happen where you didn't like a product or a service or something that you were trying out? So I haven't had it where it's been somebody who asked me to partner with them and I had a bad experience. Um, but recently I had a bad experience um, with like, it's like a, I was getting my lips tinted. Um, but without going into too much detail, I had a really bad experience and I am not a review person unless it is on Instagram, like where I'm jumping on a, a live or a story. Um, but I'm not going to go on and write a Google review. And it was one of those instances where I was like, it was such a bad experience that I really wanted to, because I was like, I don't want people to have this horrible experience that I just had. Correct. And so I almost did jump on my Instagram just to tell people like, Hey, this is a service that I'm still interested in. And even though I had a really bad experience, I'm going to keep looking and try to find somebody new. But if anybody else is interested, do not go to this one particular person. Correct. So, um, so no, I haven't had it yet, but I really do think that if I was going to be partnering with somebody and I had a bad experience, I would tell my followers because, you know, you have to be honest and that's, correct, that's correct. going to be how your, your followers, you know, continue to keep trusting you. So if I correct. come on here and I lie about something, I'm not doing anybody correct. good. Correct. You're, you're not doing a service. No. And for me, it's one of those things where I feel that you would approach first whoever asked you to partner right, with exactly. them, yeah. have that conversation with them, let them know, be honest, because sometimes, you know, we need feedback. Mm -hmm. um, I had a client who I just, you know, was always so nervous with her because I, I didn't know if she was really satisfied or not. Mm -hmm. It was always a mixed um, emotion and feelings. And I literally one day I just sent her a message and I just, I was like, I just need to know yeah. because if I did something wrong or if I didn't satisfy my part for what I was supposed to do, I want that person to be able to come to me right. so you can and tell it. me so that I know, Hey, Absolutely. look, I need to get better at this or I need to fix this or I need to do this this way. Right. Or maybe because if not, you know, if you don't want to hurt my feelings and tell me I'm doing a great job and I'm not, then yeah. how am I going to make it better? Yep. You know, so it's, it's, and you know, now that you just said that I did have an experience where I did partner, I partner with this one particular company, um, that's local all the time. Um, very good friend of mine. And I actually, that same thing happened. Not that I had a bad experience, but I noticed that her attitude wasn't super great, um, over a couple of months. And I had heard people talking about it. Um, and so I approached her and I was like, Hey, I know that you're genuine. I know that you're a great person. I think that you need to flip your attitude a little bit and um, be a little bit more welcoming to people. And she fixed it. And so then and, I didn't and have to. We need that. We need right. that reminder because sometimes we are either so involved in either whatever's stressing us in our business or in our personal life or whatever's going on mm -hmm. that we have these blinders and we don't see it and we don't notice, you know, that other people can see the attitude or yeah. can see the the stress or, yeah. or the, whatever it is that you're going through, yeah. it's visible. And, and sometimes we we're so in it that we don't, see, you don't it. see it. Exactly. And so we need someone who's going to take that moment and be like, Hey, <laughs> snap out of it, girl, <laughs> get with the program. Yeah. I mean, it's important to be able to, to do that. Exactly. So let me ask you something. Um, what has been the most interesting partnership or influencer gig that you've had? Yeah. So honestly, I would say not necessarily a partnership, but when I was on the Chisholm magazine, um, that was super cool. So just to kind of explain how that happened, I had gotten a message on Instagram from them and then they called my office immediately after just because they didn't want it to look like it was spam. Yeah. <laughs> and they had talked to um, one of the girls in our office and 
still thought it was spam because the girls wrote to me and they were like, hey, this magazine's calling. They probably just want money from you for advertising, whatever. And I was like, uh. But for some reason, I was like, I'm going to call them back. And so I did. And both Christopher and Daniela are like the sweetest people in the whole world. They are. So I met for coffee with them the next morning. And they showed me their magazines. And it, I was the first Chase on Girl. So, like, they didn't have a following here yet. They hadn't brought their magazine here yet. They only showed me what they had from Puerto Rico. And, you know, in that moment, Christopher said to me, you know, I, like, this is real. I promise. Like, I'm not trying to scam you. Like, we're not going to, like, you know, set up this photo shoot and, like, seal you or whatever. And I was like, you know what? Let me trust them. And so... I signed a contract right there, and my photo shoot was the very next day. At oh, 6 wow. in the morning, we came here. Danielle did my hair and makeup and everything. Um, and oh, then, nice. I didn't, so she does hair and makeup, too? Oh, yeah. She's amazing. Ooh. She's absolutely amazing. Okay, girl. Hold on. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's really good. So we came here. We did the shoot, and then it probably was, like, the beginning of the month. So, like, three weeks later is when the magazine finally came out. And so it was just like this waiting period. I didn't know what to expect or like what was going to come of it. And the second that I saw that magazine, like I died because I've never seen myself in that kind of light before. And here I was on the cover of a magazine. It was a beautiful photo. Like I yeah. still look at it sometimes and I'm like, is that really me? <laughs> um, but what followed that was seeing the magazine all over town. And you still see it. Like yeah. I was at um, Mojo Federal the other night and it's still sitting there on the their little coffee table. And so, you know, I was getting text messages of people seeing the magazine and then I was getting all these Instagram messages about it. So I think that was super cool just because it is local. Um, and so I knew people that were seeing it and then I was right. meeting new people that were seeing it. And so I would say that was probably the most interesting partnership, if you can even call it a partnership. But um, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I mean, and it has to be, like, that surreal moment because it's, like, you know, you've put in work. Mm -hmm. You've been doing all these things. And then to actually be able to see it yeah. unfold that way because, you know, not everybody gets to be on a cover of a magazine, girl. Right. So congratulations <laughs> on that. You, <laughs> you know, so it, it is an exciting moment. And yeah. so do, how do you feel so on the back end of it? Because obviously yeah. you're an influencer that you help influence other businesses. But on yeah. the back end of it for you, how has it things like that benefited you as a real estate agent? Yeah, so I think it's benefited me a lot. Um, we are, so my, the company that I work for, the brokerage that I work for is family owned. Um, we're really small, so we're not your big named brokerage. And so um, a lot of our advertising is done on Zillow and we get a lot of people from out of state. But we don't get that many people that live here because we're not very well known. And so even though we've been here for six years, you know, people just go to the, the big name brokerages naturally. And so um, getting my name out there and people just seeing me and knowing that I'm a realtor has just drastically changed my life. Um, and now I'm getting all of these personal deals. Like all of my friends are wanting to buy with me now or my friends' friends. And that's something I've never experienced before. So now six years later in real estate, now that I'm starting to see it, it's like, I love it. Like, it's awesome. Because I would rather work with my friends or somebody that I know, um, you know, because you have that personal relationship. So it's it's definitely elevated my business for sure. Awesome. So for other realtors that may be watching this or seeing this, what would be like your biggest tip to them if they're starting out? Because I have several clients who are realtors. Yeah. They're just starting out mm -hmm. and they don't really understand the power of Instagram, Facebook, and, you know, 
being yeah. an influencer, how, how would you, or what would you tell them that they should be doing or, or things like a couple tips for them? I yeah. Guess. So my biggest thing that I go back on is value. Like what are you providing to your clients or your followers or whoever you want to touch? What kind of value are you bringing them? And so that's the question that I ask myself all the time, especially because I, this happened to me on accident. So now I look and I'm like, okay, I have 6,000 followers. What on accident I... guys like <laughs> can I be like that wow <laughs> and I'm like what am I doing for these 6,000 people you know like they're following me I want to be able to give back to them and so that's number one I, I constantly post and I'm always just putting informational stuff and people don't know what they don't know so like you might know everything about real estate but if you dumb it down for everybody that's where you're really going to provide your value to people Um, so that's number one, just putting out information into the world. But number two, going back to the value, um, I started the local Lakeland show and the point was that, you know, I have all of these followers and they might not be interested in real estate. So what else can I provide to them? And so I started the show and I started interviewing local businesses, nonprofits, events, just so that my followers can learn about the area. And so if they're not interested in real estate, they can still come to my page for something else. So nice. I think that as a new realtor, um, definitely get on Instagram, definitely get on Facebook. Um, you want people to know you, but then also find like your niche and find how you are going to give these people or how you're going to show them value. Nice. So um, for those of you that didn't know, so she has a podcast herself. Yes, I do. So tell us a little bit more about your podcast. Yeah. So this is like an idea I've had for probably three or four years, but I've never done anything with it. Um, so I love Lakeland so, so much. And I think that it's the coolest part about it is that there's so many local businesses and everybody knows everybody and you all work together. We all partner together and being from New Jersey, you don't see that at all in in the Northern States. Um, and so it was something I had never experienced before. And I was like, you know, I want to share this with the world. Like I want people to know why Lakeland is so great. And I always say, I said it in my like intro video, but I want to put Lakeland on the map. Um, because I think it deserves to be a place where people want to come visit and experience what we have here. So I started the local Lakeland show, which is essentially, um, a podcast, but it's also kind of like a vlog. So we'll come in, we'll film whatever business or restaurant or whatever it is just to showcase, you know, what it looks like, what eating here looks like, or what tanning here looks like. Um, and then we sit down with the owner and I, I dive deep, not only in just, the business or restaurant and how it got started. But then also I asked them, are you from Lakeland? What brought you to Lakeland? Why do you love Lakeland? And so it has kind of both the business aspect and the Lakeland aspect into it. Um, and it just gets really personal. So it's really a great it's way awesome. for people to know who's behind all these businesses in town. So. And, and that's great because you're helping create. So one of the biggest things that we constantly preach is creating relationships yeah like creating relationships is super important networking with people Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day i don't care what business you're in you have to build relationships with people because they're going to trust you and then once you build that relationship they're going to come to you hey do you have a realtor do you know someone that can help me with this i constantly in my inbox i have people come to me and ask me hey i need a nail girl or i need this girl or i need that and I love being able to provide that to right. people mm-hmm. because, you know, you start building these relationships with people. And that's why I tell 
all my clients, network, network, network. Yes. Make it a so point important. to come, come out to events, yep. go out and meet people because you never know the impact that you're yeah. going to be able to make. You never know who you're going to meet. No. So I have this rule that anytime I go somewhere, I have to talk to at least one person that I don't know before I leave. So that could be a restaurant. See that, guys? That could be a bar. That could be Target. And it could be as simple as, okay, I talked to the cashier when I was checking out at Publix. That counts. But you still have to talk to at least one person every single place that you go to because you never know who you're going to meet. And I feel like I've met so many people that have been a value to my life just by striking up a conversation. Yep. And and it's also with the whole thing because, you know, I've always been really big on just empowering people and helping people feel better. Yeah. Um, You know, I I don't know if you know. So recently I've lost over 130 pounds. And so, yeah. (laughs) So for me, it's one of those things where it's the simple little comments of, Oh, I like your hair today. Or you look so pretty. Yep. Or you have no idea the impact that that can make in someone's life yep. like that, in that moment, in yep. that day. Because they could be having a horrible day. Correct. And now you just made one little comment and they're like, oh, exactly. so happy. Exactly. Yeah. So, so it's huge, guys. It's huge to it make is. sure that you're building relationships with people, mm-hmm. that you're going out there and networking. And I don't care if you're in real estate or if you Anything. do nails or yep. if you're... And unemployed, I, I, it doesn't yeah. matter. And I tell my guys, because I have a lot of guys who, who are also like in the construction end of yeah. things, mm-hmm. and they don't get it sometimes. They don't get the power of the social media yep. or the going to networking events or building relationships. And I, again, I don't care the industry that you're in. You have to. You have to do these things yep. because this is what's going to help elevate you to, to the next level. It yep. really is. Yep. So it's just, to me, sometimes it's mind-blowing that people don't use the tools that are there yeah. for them to use. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just... It's crazy. Yeah. So someone coming into Lakeland wanting to buy a house, mm-hmm. right? Because obviously you are in real estate. Yeah. Um, what area of Lakeland is the most desirable right now? Well, I'm biased. So <laughs> I, I seriously love the Lake Hollingsworth area so much. And I fell in love with it going to Florida Southern. It's just so pretty. Like Saturday morning, I got up um, with another local realtor in town who works for another company and we, we walked the lake together and we walked it at 7 a.m. and we watched the sunrise and it was just like, we stopped probably three or four times just to be like, look how beautiful this is. And so to be able to live around that, I think is incredible. Um, and the houses like are all older, um, which I love the historic aspect of that. I so I live right around, not on the lake, but like one of the streets off the lake. My house is in 1952. Cute, like little two bedroom, one bath. I'm obsessed with it. So I think I think if you're moving to Lakeland, definitely check out that area. But South Lakeland is usually where everybody kind of goes after. Um, Just for that more like community feel. I feel like there's a lot of families and young children and schools. Um, So that's probably the most desirable. But Lake Hollingsworth, where it's at. Awesome, awesome, (laughs) awesome. So one of the things that for me. I think is super important when I'm looking for a business or someone to connect with, like you said, is, is the value in content, the value in what is it that they're putting out there. So for those people who run a small business, um, what do you think is, has been the most useful tool that you've had when, when it comes to not only just the content creating and things like, what is it that you you're doing that helps you make it a little easier? Like on social media, like yeah. posting and stuff. Yeah, Canva. You see, guys. 
saves my life. And we don't, they don't pay us <laughs> to advertise. No, 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 no. I wish they did. I really, I really wish they did. Um, cause I would be a big proponent of that, but Canva saves my life and not just like posting on Instagram, but like, I mean, it has everything, stories, newsletters, like emails, everything. And it's like, these templates are so nicely designed and then you can edit it the way that you want. So like, I think that's my problem. Like I either can start an idea and not finish it. Or I can take somebody's like idea and like make it Your how own. I want. Correct. So that's why it saves my life because all these templates are here and then I can like drag and drop. Him. So how much time do you normally spend um, on your content? Honestly, like not as much as I should, which is like really funny. I swear. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like an accidental influencer. That's what I'm going to call myself. <laughs> Nikki, the accidental influencer, guys. <laughs> we love it. Um, well, I also use, um, what is it called? Hootsuite yeah. for posting. So that really helps because it posts on Instagram and Facebook at the same time. So, um, and you can, you can schedule your posts, all that kind of stuff. So, um, I, I probably, I post every single day or at least I try to. And so I set aside an hour to make the post or make the reel or whatever it is that I want to do. Um, and then other than that, I just post on my story, like as I'm going throughout the day. Yeah. So if I'm showing a house, boom, I'm posting it. If I'm at a restaurant and I'm eating, boom, I'm posting it. So um, in terms of actual posting on my feed, I would say an hour per day. And then in terms of story, like all 24 hours a day, I don't know. <laughs> Except for when I'm sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> so you mentioned earlier that you did a YouTube. And I just oh have gosh. to tell you. Don't look it up. It's still there. <laughs> So when we started out, right, so we started a YouTube, yep. literally, and, and you say, it's so funny that you say accidental influencer. Mm-hmm. Well, Presidential Family kind of started accidentally too. Yeah. Um, you know, it was during the pandemic. I wanted a way to kind of stay in touch with family. Yeah. And we had done a couple little videos and some family and friends were like, oh, you guys should do videos because you're funny and this. And so I was like, oh, okay, well, you know what? Let me do a YouTube. Oh my God. <laughs> Literally, like I had like a 30 second clip and I always reference this because it took me like two hours to edit that 30 second clip. Oh my gosh. So back in the day, and it's like so funny because I feel like that's when influencing started when I got into like the fitness side of it. And it was because all these fitness influencers were popping up everywhere. And so I was like, I want to be like them. Like I want to be Nikki Blackader or Katie Hearn. Like I thought that I was going to make it (laughs) as a fitness model. And I bought like the Canon camera that like flips up. It was like 1080p or something like that, or 4K, I don't even know. And I would go to the gym, and I would like set up the camera, just like on weights, whatever I can find. And then I would go there, and I would like lift my weights. (laughs) And I would just like film myself all over the gym. And people probably thought I was crazy, but I didn't care. And then I would go home, and it would probably take me like four hours to edit these videos. Like, not even kidding you. It's so hard. It's It's so so crazy. Yeah, so that's why now, like for my videos for the local Lakeland show, I I pay a company um, who does not just put a camera on a stand. I mean, they're, they're getting very, very good footage. Um, and they do all the editing because girl, it took me hours to do that. I know. And it's so, it was so crazy. So I was like, I can't do this. So I gave up on our little YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. Like I was like, Nope, I'm done with this. And then we just did the Facebook lives and it works for me. Like I like it. And I'm always like, you know, some of my clients are like, Oh my gosh, I can't get in front of the camera. How do you do it? I'm a talker. It Same. works for me. So yeah. I don't get, you know, it's so funny because I told you this morning, yeah. I don't get nervous. I don't. This morning I felt a little nervous though. I was like, oh my gosh, I have a little star right here next to me. 
So, so I did. I, I felt a little nervous this morning. But it's so funny because I, I love this. Mm-hmm. Like, so yeah, my this is thing fun. is, you know, whatever it is for you, yeah. either it be YouTube, Facebook, yeah. Instagram, lives, reels, stories. You have to find what works. Find what yeah. works for you. Find yeah. what makes you feel good and that you're able to connect with people and that you can bring value to them. Mm-hmm. Because, that, I mean, really, that's... That's what it is at the end of the day. And if you can't get in front of video, I mean, blogging, I don't know how much blogging is, is like a thing, like, a you know, having your own website, your own blog, that kind of stuff. Um, I think it's still there, but I think that if you were to start on Instagram first and make informational posts like that's kind of what I started with and that's what I still do so if you can't get in front of a camera like write it down I think that anything anything that you're providing and you know to me I think it's so funny because um I have a website and Mm -hmm. I was doing the health blog as well Mm -hmm. just kind of you know keeping people and like I I like to keep people motivated and empowered and and being able to you know just provide stuff for them they can do on that end of it it doesn't really have anything to do with my business but again I just for me, it was right. something that was personal to me too. that I enjoy. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and again, like you said, it may not have a lot of value because a lot of people want that quick, hey, I'm at work and I want to be able to listen to something. Right. So I've always done the lives, but I started noticing that it was, you know, it's not that easy for people to get on here and watch these, That's you true. know, it, it's, it's a little more complicated. And I've had people tell me, girl, if you're on a podcast, I can just click on it and listen to it whenever I can. Yeah. So it's finding what's going to work for your list, your listeners, yeah. your audience, yeah. like listen to them. If they're asking for something, make it happen. Yeah. And it's so funny because I started my podcast. So on January 1st, um, is when I launched it. Okay. Congratulations. Um, thank you. I had my girls that we did the Latinas in business was my first <laughs> Love live. That. Love that. So it was a lot of fun. And then, so I, you know, I want to structure it to where I'm only doing like one live a month, but then I was like, you know what? She deserves a live and I wanted to do this. And I'm like, I love the lives. And so that's what works for me. That's what speaks to me. But I know the power that the podcast podcast has, because again, I just started it and literally just yesterday, guys, this may not be a big deal to a lot of y'all, but I just got the little notification. So you have to reach a certain number of subscribers to be able to get paid. Mm -hmm. And literally I just reached out yesterday. (gasps) That's so, so awesome. It was a huge moment for me because I was like, I just started this and I haven't really been yeah. promoting it the way that I should because yeah. I've been so busy. And, yep. and so it was a huge moment for me. Like I was literally in the car screaming. I was so happy, <laughs> you know, because it was like, okay, this is working. Yep. People do want this. Yep. People are listening. So again, just listen to what your clients, to what people are asking of you. Yep. And, you know, it doesn't have to be great. Like she can tell you my setup right now. I have my really laptop, my phone and the little $40 microphone that I got off That's of Amazon guys. Yeah. You really don't even need anything. And honestly too, going back to what she was just saying, like you can like, don't be afraid to ask people either. Like there are so many times where I'll write a message to my friends and I copy and paste it and I send it to like 20 of my girlfriends and I'm, I send them all the same message, but it's like, like last week I was like, would you guys, I don't want to say this cause it's going to give out my idea, but I was like, would you guys buy this from me? And all my friends are like, Nikki, it's nine in the morning. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, they think I'm nuts, but then they give me an honest opinion, you know? Yep. So definitely don't be afraid to ask your followers, like, what would interest you? Mm-hmm. What do you want to know more about my business? What do you not know? Like, I feel like in real estate, I think, you know, it's basic knowledge, you know, whatever, but they don't teach that stuff in school. So I yeah. ask my friends all the time, like, do you know what the loan process looks like? Do you know what buying a house looks like? Like, you can ask people and they will tell you, no, I don't. Or, oh my gosh, like I wish I knew. And then you take that 
and you answer that question and then you put it out into the world. So don't be afraid to ask people um, and get your content ideas from that. And that's one of the biggest things that we have. I have a really good circle of friends that are other business owners. Yeah. And we kind of bounce stuff off of each yes. other. I Collaborations have one, are amazing. They are. They yeah. are because they help you. You don't know all the answers. No. You don't have all the answers. And what may look good for me, like, I mean, think, oh, this is so cute. And then I right. send it to my friend and she's like, girl, no. No. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, okay, hold on. Back to the drawing board. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, it's definitely really important going back to just the basics yeah. of that. You know, and that's why I think it's so important to be able to build those relationships and connections with certain people that you know are going to be honest. Yes. And they're going to give you the feedback that you're looking for. Yeah. It's only yeah. way you're going to get better. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So we're going to wrap up, but I do have one last question for you. So as far as it comes to influencing, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So what is the next step? Like, what is the next goal? And then you kind of mentioned something, I know, right? I know. I have a bunch of stuff in my backpack. Okay, okay. I do. <laughs> um, honestly, right now, I'm like really focusing on growing my platform because I have a bunch of ideas that I want to put out into the world, but I feel like it, it won't be beneficial unless I can share it with a bunch of people. So I'm just over 6,000 followers right now. Um, I think that once I get to maybe 10,000, I'm going to start bringing some more value to my followers. Nice. Um, so without giving too much away, I hope that answers your question, but. Okay, so guys, you've heard it here in the hot seat. <laughs> she has something coming. So make sure you're following her to stay yes. tuned for that. So if you're not, I'm going to go ahead and provide all the links for your podcast oh, and everything. Yes. So we'll provide those on here so that you guys can make sure you're following her because she has some exciting stuff coming soon. Yes. So let's, let's get her to business, the 10,000. Yes, let's do that. But if you're a local <laughs> business, especially in Lakeland, reach out to me um, and we could talk about potentially putting you on my podcast. Nice, nice. I actually have a couple people that we'll talk about now. So Awesome. All right, guys. Thank you so much again. I know Monday mornings are difficult. We greatly appreciate you guys taking your time out and being here with us. So thank you so much, Nikki. Thank you for having me. Pleasure. Pleasure meeting you. And so, guys, make sure, stay tuned. I'm going to provide all the links. So make sure you guys go follow. All right? Thank you. (laughs) Bye. Be blessed, y'all. Have a great day. See y'all later. Thanks for tuning in to The Hot Seat today, brought to you by PFG. We're super excited to bring you a new episode every Monday morning at 9 a.m. The first episode of the month, it's alive on Facebook. You heard that right. So make sure you check out Presidential Family Group on Facebook so you don't miss a beat.